0: Iris admired the ruins of the ancient stage. The narrow surface was raised on massive stone blocks, beautifully decorated with creamy white sculptures. Not surprisingly, most sculptures represented Dionysus, the Greek god of wine and theatre. The theatre was named in his honour, after all. Iris smiled, she loved mythology and for a few moments she pictured a time when plays honoured the entertainment loving God. She imagined warm summer nights when people attended the first performances, the lively acts that unfolded on this very stage and the loud applause from an appreciative audience. Thousands of years later, the world's first theatre was quiet. Now, Iris was its only guest. She planned to wander through the stage and seating areas to see what stories the old ruins may tell. The space between the stage and the seats was circular and had been paved with marble. Some of the tiles were cracked and some were missing and some had a few fresh blades of grass growing along their edges. In ancient times, this space belonged to the chorus, a group of people who helped the audience follow the performance. Sometimes they commented on the play, while other times they sang and danced. The rows closest to the stage also caught her attention. These were seats of privilege, reserved for priests and other guests of honour. Made of white marble, the massive thrones reminded Iris of giant chess pieces. Some seats were broken, while others managed to pass the test of time. Iris picked a seat from the empty row and watched the empty stage in silence. The marble throne wasn't particularly comfortable, but the rock felt cool, which was a nice contrast to the warm air. From the seats of privilege, Iris headed to the theatre's tiered seating. A flight of stairs, old like time itself, took Iris to the upper rows. With every step she took, she pictured people of Athens attending the plays she saw how the theatre had changed over time. At first, the audience sat on the grass. Perhaps later, they used wooden benches. Finally, they cut permanent seats from rock in the hillside with perfect symmetry. Whenever she stopped to look back at the stage, it looked smaller and farther. The view from the upper seats was not ideal, still performances would have been amazing thanks to the theatre's superior acoustics at the time. From the last row of the amphitheatre, the performance area looked like a monochrome mosaic. Behind the tiny stage, Iris could see the Greek capital city with its white, picturesque buildings. Above it, the sky was filled with rich, fiery hues. Sitting here, Iris imagined the sunset over Athens. It must be dramatic, like the end of a classical play, she thought. Having enjoyed her visit, Iris left the ancient theatre. She walked toward the city centre thinking about the ruins and enjoying the lull of the early evening. Traffic was slow and yellow lights started to flicker along the streets. The Athenians spent time outside, enjoying the fresh evening air. Seeing the locals' happy faces, Iris remembered an old myth. The most prosperous city in ancient Greece was named after the goddess of wisdom, Athena. She beat out a rival god, who also wanted to be the city's patron deity, by giving the Athenians a valuable gift, an olive tree. It provided food, wood and oil, which would make the city rich. Blooming olive trees still graced the streets of Athens. The precious oil and fruits were served with every meal. Iris passed olive trees on her walk home. The streets were empty and the Athenians switched off their lights one by one. From the large window in her room, Iris took a moment to glance at the moon. It was thin, glowing white, and shaped like a sickle. When a yawn arrived, she decided it was time to change into her pyjamas and settle into bed. Everything around was silent. Her body felt heavy after a long day. Breathing deeply, Iris closed her eyes and was overcome with a sense of contentment. Ever since she was a little girl, she wanted to learn more about the ancient gods. In Athens, she could feel their presence. Enjoying the peaceful night, her breath softened, her thoughts became quieter. The tick of the clock soon went unnoticed, and before long, she drifted off to sleep.